Hello, my fine furry friends. Um, I'm not a furry, and I don't think some of you are, but um, mad respect for actual furries. Uh, where am I going with this? I'm not sure. Um, so, hi, this is Annie. You all know me, or I guess I don't think anyone I don't know will be listening to this, but you never know. The internet is weird. I sound like a grandma, I'm sorry. Um, so we're going to be reading... Um, I, I'm reading you a bedtime story that I wrote in 7th grade. Um, I was 12 at the time, or 13 maybe. And before I introduce characters and the storyline, I just want to give a heads up and say that this is a fairly short story, um, and it's anticlimactic. You really just get a feel for how horrible of a writer I was, and I, I don't even- I'm sorry. If you're listening to this, I'm sorry. Um... But to make it up for you guys at how horrible this story is and how short and anticlimactic it is, I will be dramatically reading two or three of my slam poems from sixth grade. I've got a whole notebook full, so this should be more than enough for you guys because just filming this right now, or recording this, I guess, I want to die a little bit. Um, This will be my third time because I keep messing it up. And I hate how my voice sounds, so if y'all are listening to this again, I'm sorry. So without further ado, let's get into this. Um, the main character of this story's name is Michelle, and she's largely based on me. She's 15, and her past life, or not her past life, but her childhood was rough. And she's got an abusive dad, which you will hear about multiple times. And... You know, she's got a single mother now. What a tough time she's having. And she's going to pack up and move across the world to London to live with her aunt. Um, yeah, that's the basis of it. It's, it's gross. This was going to be a romance, too. And she was supposed to meet a guy that looked remarkably like Harry Styles. I'm not surprised at that. But I never got to that, you know? I quit. So, I'm just gonna begin. And I hate my reading voice. I sound like a kindergarten teacher, but... (laughs) Here we go! I'm not leaving, I say with my arms crossed, trying my hardest not to cry. My mom replies sadly, Michelle, we have to. I understand why. Two months ago, my dad left, along with some friends. He was an alcoholic. And once every couple of months, he would hit me. After he left, we had to sell our house and rent an apartment. Before I know it, I'm sobbing uncontrollably. After a couple of minutes, I managed to ask, where will we go? London. It was barely even a whisper. Your Aunt Elizabeth lives there. Great. I get to live in another country with a woman I've never met. I slowly turned around and went to my room. I sat on my twin-size bed and cried into my pillow. Um, I included twin-size bed because I thought only poor people had twin-size beds, but I am in fact a poor person with a full bed. So I'm sorry to all those twin-size bed people. You're not poor, I just was very dumb in middle school. I eventually fell asleep or passed out from exhaustion. I woke up early that morning, morning spelt without an N because apparently I did not know how to spell. I woke up early that morning thanks to the two extra hours of sleep I got. 
I poured myself a bowl of fruity pebbles and texted my best friend Chelsea. What is with these basic white girl names? Like, I am so sorry. Chelsea? I don't even know where that came from. I decided that telling her I'm moving over text was wrong, so I asked if I could come over. Well, yeah, no dip, it's wrong. Oh my god. We arranged to meet at 9, which meant that I had 2 hours. I just want to pause again and say... (laughs) I spelt meet M-E-A-T. Like the food. We're obviously not vegan over here. I finished my bowl of soggy cereal... Again, I have to stop and say cereal is spelt like cereal killer with an S. I I guess I was into that before it was a thing. Wait, no, cereal killing has always been a thing. Never mind, I don't know what I'm saying. Ignore me. I walked into my closet and grabbed some empty boxes. Some of the boxes still had stuff in them. I put stuff that could be donated in one pile and the rest in another. After about an hour, I heard my mom get up. I informed her about going to Chelsea's. Oh, okay, I'll walk you over there, was her response. I was looking forward to the mile-long walk alone, and I didn't want her to come. Mom, I'm 15. Surely I can walk there by myself. No, you can't walk by yourself, because there are men in this world, and they are nasty and gross and will kidnap you. So, no, you probably shouldn't walk by yourself. I just, I was... An angsty teenager. No, I wasn't even a teenager. I was a tweenager, as I called myself. Um, that's embarrassing. Pretend like I didn't say that. Anyway, Mom, I'm 15. Surely I can walk down there by myself, I said, sounding a bit harsh. I could tell it hurt her, but she tried to act like she was fine. Well, if you need me, I'll be packing. My actual mother would have backhanded me over that comment, but I... This was me writing my ideal life, apparently. I went to the bathroom and put my long brown hair into a ponytail. No messy buns, because this is not a Harry Styles fanfic. I mean, yeah, no, it's not. I put on a little bit of waterproof mascara and slipped on my tennis shoes. I didn't elaborate on the waterproof mascara, but it was obviously to prevent mascara from running down my face when I went to tell Chelsea. But honestly, why would I even wear mascara when I was going to cry all day. Like, what was the thought process? And I don't wear my waterproof mascara now. My mom doesn't... I don't even know how I knew that was a thing at 12. But anyway. I was halfway out the door when I realized I was still in my pajamas. I ran to my room and quickly changed in some black shorts and a purple t-shirt I got at summer camp. I'm stopping every two sentences, but just I thought I was so funny with that pajama thing. Like, it felt like a Disney sitcom. Oh my god, (laughs) she's so quirky, she forgot to put on clothes. And yes, that black shorts and purple t-shirt from camp is an actual outfit I wore on a daily basis back then. And I apologize if you ever saw me in it. By the time I reached Chelsea's house, I was ten minutes late. How nice of you to show up, said Chelsea, opening the door. I told her all about the pajama incident. After she finished laughing, I decided to tell her, Chelsea, I'm moving, I blurred out. Chelsea's normal smile disappears, and I can see tears forming in her blue eyes. I start telling her everything about moving to London. Fifteen minutes later, I'm crying into her shoulder. When I finally look up, she tries to brighten the mood by saying, Well, no need to wash my hair now. Her shoulder-length blonde hair 
was wet from where I was crying. Um, sis, you do need to wash your hair. It's the bad hygiene for me. (laughs) I let out a faint laugh, and she hugged me. She started going on about how a lot of famous people live there. I'm pretty sure most of the people she listed were from Harry Potter. Yes, this was during my Harry Potter phase. No, we do not talk about her. An hour later, I said goodbye and walked home. Chelsea plans on coming over to help pack in a couple of days. When I got home, my mother was cooking pasta. I grabbed some aspirin for my raging headache and and asked her why she was cooking. Yes, I wrote and twice. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> oh, your Aunt Elizabeth is coming. Wait, did I read that? Yes, I did. I'm sorry, I don't know what I'm doing. This is hard to read, too. I had the worst handwriting. And I asked her what she was, why she was cooking. Oh, your Aunt Elizabeth is coming to visit. She'll be helping with the move. Before I could argue, there was a knock at the door. Talk about impeccable timing. And why would I argue? I should probably meet this woman before I move in with her. I opened the door and saw a tall, pale woman with long, dark brown hair. She hugged me tightly and I said, You must be Aunt Elizabeth. Yeah, no dip, Sherlock. Behind her, I saw what almost looked like a clown. Oh, a clone. I mean... I'm sorry, I am a clown. But clone, yes, that's the word. The only difference was that the girl was younger and not as tall. She was wearing a white crop top with a jean jacket and, a hi- and high-waisted jeans. Let me just tell you, I predicted summer 2019 outfits before summer 2019 was a thing. So, call me a psychic. Or a psycho, I guess that's- wait. I mean, I am- never mind, I'm not even gonna elaborate. It was a cute outfit, but I'd never wear it. Yeah, no, you wouldn't, because you thought shorts that went down to your knees and t-shirts that were skin tight were cute. Oh my god. Show all the belly rolls, why don't you? Where was I? She introduced herself as Lizzie. After everyone had said their hellos, we ate lunch. Aunt Elizabeth told me to call her Elizabeth. Is that not what I've been calling her? She's a very perky person, a total opposite from her older sister. Lizzie is my age, and just by looking at her, you can tell she's confident. Because she wore a crop top, she was confident. With high-waisted jeans, so it covers the belly. Sis, I could wear that, and I am definitely not confident. But go off. After lunch, I helped Lizzie take her bags to my room. She would be sleeping on my bed, and I would sleep on the trundle bed. Okay. The second we got to the room, Lizzie asked me if I had a boyfriend. Wow, she's straight to the point. I... Okay. She seemed really happy when I said no. That's creepy. What was I thinking? Why? I asked. I know a guy who needs a girlfriend, she said eagerly. Eagerly spelt nowhere near right. I rolled my eyes, and she laughed. I think I rolled my eyes a hundred times so far. She started explaining how I'll get to have my own room. I've had my own room, so I don't know why that was new to me, but... I really like Lizzie, but she talks a lot, so I'm grateful not to have to share. Again, I was quirky, I thought, and I thought that not liking to talk or not liking other people talking was so just different of me. But no, that was, like, everyone's personality trait back then. Those two weeks, why... Those two weeks, why? Why did I write that? Those two weeks went by pretty fast. When Chelsea came to help pack, all she did was cry. Oh, wow. That's so supportive of you. Great way to make me feel better. 
it was the same for me yeah because she was crying which made me cry and I don't know why I'm going off on a tangent about that but who cares I had found an old scrapbook full of pictures most of them were of comma Chelsea and I the only comma I use in this whole story and it's in the wrong spot that day with Chelsea went by the fastest I hate having to say goodbye the only people who came to see us off were Chelsea and her parents we didn't have any other friends apparently god they didn't tell my dad about us leaving yeah why would you if he found out he would most likely hurt us Mm, thanks for the elaboration middle school Annie saying goodbye to Chelsea was the hardest thing I've ever done not suffering through an abusive father okay it was pretty bad for Lizzie too Chelsea became quick friends with Lizzie. I'd also like to add that I dot my eyes with swirls, like little like spirals, not like a regular dot, because again, I was not like other girls. I cried softly the entire way to the airport. Don't girl, no, because now you're going to have cry bags under your eyes, and then you have to board a plane, and you're going to look like that, and what if there's a cute guy, but he's not looking at you, sis, because you were ugly. I'm sorry, I'm like horrible to myself. Like, if this was me talking to myself... Wait, what am I saying? I am sorry, it's late. It's 12 a.m. And I'm not even supposed to be talking. I'm supposed to be asleep. Because my mom told me I was being loud earlier. But again, y'all didn't need to know that. I'm sorry. Lizzie had a seat next to me on the plane. This was the second time I had ever flown. I had ever flown. Okay, thank you. When I was 12, I flew to New York City. Yes, I did, in fact, go to New York City when I was 12. Um, there will be no pictures you can find, hopefully, on social media, because I looked awful. Again, I wore headbands every day and shorts and a t-shirt that did not match. Really channeled my inner 12-year-old boy. (laughs) I was so exhausted that I slept almost the entire flight to London. That is a long flight, girl. You must have been in a coma. When we arrived at Elizabeth's house, Lizzie took me straight to my room. I fell, I fell asleep. I fell asleep the second I got in bed. Did you not just sleep the entire plane ride? Girls got issues, but so do I. I woke up at nine and managed to find the kitchen where everyone was. The kitchen was huge compared to the one in our old apartment. Well, yeah, because that's an apartment. You're living in a house now. Elizabeth was making pancakes, and Lizzie was sitting at the table across from my mom. My mom was reading a book she had bought at the airport. Mm, Thanks for telling me. A book she had brought... Wait, what? I wrote that to one sentence twice. Sis did not know what she was doing. Lizzie looked up from her phone and started looking me up and down. She started shaking her head and clicking her tongue. Take a shot every time I say she. Like, did I know how to, like, you know, use anything other than that? You are not meeting my friends looking like that, she said, already dragging me upstairs. How supportive. At least she's trying to help me out. Um, I hate to say, but that is the end. But don't worry, because I've got a poem right here. I'd love to let like, I'd love to know your thoughts about that. Because good lord. Um, this is already long. I know most of you won't make it through this. But if you did, I love you and you're the best. And I hope you dream of, like, Spencer Reed or Matthew Gray Coogler. Same person, but yeah, you know. Anyway, we're going to start the poem I'm going to read. I wrote um, 5, 10, 17. I don't know what month that is. I need my other hand to count real quick. January, February, March, April, May. May 10th, 2017. 
and it's titled Mental Abuse. What is friendship to you? Is it loyalty, care, fun? To me, it's having fun, but one mistake and it's over. They laugh and poke fun. They are joking, but aren't at the same time. They they hit me knowing how soft I am. I call it mental abuse. What is friendship to you? To me, it's mental abuse. Child. I... <laughs> I'm gonna cry. What is this? So emotional. So moving. Um, one more. One more. Um, I'd also like to add that that poem I just read, I was so edgy back then, wasn't I? Um, anyways, this next one I wrote on the exact same day, and it's titled, The Worst. You have bad days. So does everyone else. You say your life is awful. You say you want to end it. But do you understand how lucky you are? Other people are starving. They're cold and hungry and homeless. Some people are actually having suicidal thoughts. Kids are abused. People are murdered. Do you understand or should I go on? Don't act like you have it bad because you don't. Everyone has bad days, but you definitely haven't had the worst. And that, my children, is me guilt tripping someone through a poem. Because apparently I thought, oh, if you aren't homeless, hungry, or starving, you can't have suicidal thoughts. And now look at me. I want to die. I'm doing a peace sign, if you can't tell, because that's my signature move. Um, but I did write that about a boy I went to school with, and he would constantly tell me how he was going to kill himself. And I was like, dude, grow up. But I'm not like that anymore, and I'd apologize to everyone who felt bad when I read that, because I'm not guilt-tripping people anymore. Don't cancel me, I swear. I swear, I'm not like that. That was past me. I probably shouldn't even post this or, or upload it. What's it called? Um, I'm going to stop talking now, but um, I hope you can sleep well after listening to the awful mess that I am. Um, good night, and I love you.